Welcome to A Star Witness. Hello everyone, this is Kayla bringing another episode and once again I have with me my mother Renee. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. So nice to have you and what we are going to talk about today is going to be really amazing so stay tuned for that but first as always let's begin with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord we thank you for the day that you've given us and for life and health and we thank you for all of the information that you give to us so that we can be of the best health that you have created us to be. And Lord, we ask that you continue to give us wisdom and knowledge to do things to the benefit of our health and our body so that we can serve you to the best of our ability. We thank you so much and we ask all these things in your precious, holy, wonderful son's name. Amen. Amen. All right. So what are we talking about today? Well, today we're going to talk about MSG and the hidden names for it and the harmful effects of it. Sounds very interesting. This topic is huge and people don't realize the fact that MSG is in so many things that you wouldn't even think about. And we'll get into that more later. But first and foremost, what is MSG? Well, MSG is monosodium glutamate, also known as sodium glutamate or MSG. It's the sodium salt of glutamic acid. It has been classified by the European Union as a food additive. And by the United States, it's classified by the Food and Drug Administration as generally recognized as safe. But we know that that's not true. We'll get into those reasons later. later. Yes. Industrial food manufacturers market and use MSG as a flavor enhancer because it balances, blends, and rounds the total perception of other tastes. And one of the major trade names of MSG is Accent. MSG is often used to refer to all of the salts of glutamate acid. Did you hear how it says that the Food and Drug Administration recognizes this food as being safe? Well, we're going to learn that this chemical is not safe, but in fact, it is very harmful to health. We're going to learn all the diseases that the consumption of this item is connected to and what products it can be found in. And also, we're going to go over some of the hidden names of MSG. Now, what's interesting, some people claim that MSG leads to excessive glutamate in the brain and excessive stimulation of the nerve cells. In fact, Dr. Russell Blaylock talks about this very thing in his talk about excitotoxins, the taste that kills. And I highly encourage you to go and listen to that YouTube video and it is amazing and I'm gonna summarize one of the things that he said and it was so mind-blowing when he talked about it he said basically what happens when you eat MSG is that your brain cells only need a little bit of glutamate but then MSG gives an excessive amount of glutamate so it's like a party went off in the brain and your cells are all getting into this and having a great time but then once the excitement is over bam they explode and they die and the brain cells are not able to recover. And so for this reason, MSG was labeled an excitotoxin, basically excitement that kills. And fear of MSG dates as far back as 1969, when a study found that injecting large doses of MSG into newborn mice caused harmful neurological effects. And people who have MSG also linked to other various health problems, which we'll get into more later, but some of those things are like headaches and allergic reactions and even infant obesity. So these are just to name a few, and we'll get into more later, like I said, but this is unbelievable. It's so crazy. Right, and for those who may question themselves that the reason the FDA considers it safe 
by law is if a food item has under a certain amount of chemicals, they can legally use them in their use, the manufacturers can. But research and clinical trials have proven MSG to be extremely harmful. So food processors love it because it makes inexpensive items taste great and it comes from an amino acid and it can be labeled natural organic. So beware, not everything on your label that says natural or organic is good for you. Exactly. I mean, they have so many hidden names because they had to go around it because so many people were scared of MSG. Like I said before, I mean, fear of this MSG has been going on for a long time. I mean, 1969, that's a while ago now. Right. Okay, well, let's go to the Bible first, Kayla. In 3 John 2, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prosper. So God wishes us to be in good health, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want us sick. And Isaiah 55, 2 says, Eat ye that which is good. Now the word good here from the Hebrew section of the Strong's Concordance comes from number 2896, which means best, pleasant, prosperity, welfare, which also means beneficial. So we don't want anything in our bodies that isn't good for us. Right. Especially when there's a lot of research out there. And a lot of people actually suffer from having MSG and they complain about the headaches. I mean, I know a couple of friends who had problems with it and they got really sick when they would eat it. Yeah. They don't realize some people that what the problem is. They get sick and they don't wow, what did I eat? Especially when it goes in hidden names and they're like, oh, this has no MSG in there and it's because it has some other name which we'll get into in a little bit but let's get into the spirit of prophecy has to say about right this. it says we should educate ourselves not only to live in harmony with the laws of health but to teach others a better way so that's what we're trying to do today is to teach others the better way and that's found in child guidance page 361 paragraph 2 and then in kc it says we are to apply the laws of life and health to your own case in violating the laws of health you misrepresent your maker that is powerful right very important we don't want to misrepresent our maker god exactly and it says in cd 406.4 education should be given on proper diet that's important and then in mh 128.1 it says too little attention is generally given to the preservation of health it is far better to prevent disease than to know how to treat it when contracted it's much cheaper too a lot of people say well isn't it expensive to eat this and that and you know plant-based diet and i say uh no not as expensive as getting sick is (laughs) exactly an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure so we're also told in councils on diet and foods page 102 be sure that as a rational christian sentinel you guard the door of your stomach allowing nothing to pass your lips that will be an enemy to your health and life that is a very powerful quote right there we are not to allow anything to pass our lips that's going to be an enemy to our life and health. Exactly. Also in MH 235.1, it says, When the abuse of health is carried so far that sickness results, the sufferer can often do for himself what no one else can do for him. The first thing to be done is to ascertain the true character of the sickness and then go to work intelligently to remove the cause. So once we realize what's causing the problem, we need to get rid of it. And that's a problem when you go to the doctor. You go to the doctor and you say, Oh, doctor, I got this and that pain, ache, whatever. And the doctor's like, oh, okay, here, take this pill, take this prescription. But he doesn't get to the root of 
of the cause. He doesn't say, well, why do you have that? Or let's figure out what's causing it. They treat the symptoms and don't try to figure out what the problem is. Now, there are some good doctors out there who do do that. Not all of them, but many of them do. Yes. And that's why we're counseled to go to our own doctors because if they know our health message and they're following it, then they'll be able to do that. And also in LLM 545.3, it says this, our food should be plain and free from all objectionable elements. But let us be careful that it is always platable and good. Now, she's not talking about garlic and onion powder and you know ginger and all of the things that we use like that. But she's talking about those things that do harm to us, like spices that hurt us and irritate our stomach and like MSG that causes all of these health problems. Right. Free from all objectionable elements. So that's things like, like you said, the cinnamon and the baking powder and the baking soda and the black pepper and all those kind of things that we've been counseled to stay away from. But onion and garlic and other seasonings, basil, marjoram, thyme, those are excellent things to use for seasoning food. We're also told in Councils on Diet and Food, page 198, that the idea should never be given that it is of but little consequence what we eat. That's another powerful statement because so many people say, oh, it doesn't matter what you eat. You can eat whatever you want. But we have seen time and time again, not just with MSG, but with all of our food and our drink, the harmful effects that can happen. When you put something in your body, people know, oh, if you were to take drugs, somebody would be like, hey, you shouldn't do that because it harms your body. Well, it's the same thing for food. You put something bad in your body, if you were to take arsenic, even just a little bit, you would die because arsenic is poison. So we have to be careful what we put in our body because there are consequences for our action. Right, and we're told that disease never comes without a cause. The way is prepared and disease is invited by disregarding the laws of health. That's Ministry of Healing, page 234. It says in 9T113, abstinence from all hurtful food and drink is the fruit of true religion. Right. So there you have it. And when we get diseases, we're told that disease is an effort of nature to free the system from conditions that result from a violation of the laws of health. So in other words, when we get sickness and disease, it's our fault because we violated the health laws. We've eaten something or we've not gotten enough sunshine or we haven't exercised or we haven't gotten fresh air. Whatever the case is, it's our fault. We've done it. We can't blame God. Right, exactly. So now let's get into what are the diseases caused by MSG? Oh, there's so many. We're going to read them all to you. And uh, the first one is a racing heart, abdominal pain, cramps, bloating, colitis, and IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome. There's acid reflux, allergy reactions, Alzheimer's, autism, anxiety attacks, asthma, balance problems, behavior problems such as ADD and ADHD, bloated face, blood vessel problems, blurred vision, brain fog, and brain problems. There's also chest pains, chronic bronchitis like symptoms, chronic fatigue and sleepiness, chronic post-nasal drip, colitis, dark circles under your eyes. Also, you can get depression and diarrhea, difficulty breathing, 
breathing and concentrating and difficulty swallowing, digestive problems, dizziness, a dry cough. I mean, this list is a huge list. This is yes. so amazing. What else have we got? Endocrine problems, excessive perspiring, extreme thirst or dry mouth, fibromyalgia, flushing or tingling in your face and chest. Wow, we also have gagging reflex, hearing problems, heavy and weak feeling in the arms and the legs, hoarseness or sore throat, hyperactivity, and hypoglycemia, which is low blood sugar levels. Also, IBS, irregular blood pressure, either high or low, an irregular heartbeat, lupus. We also have mini strokes, mood changes, MS, nausea, neurological disorders such as Alzheimer's, fibromyalgia, MS, and Parkinson's. As a matter of fact, in many, many cases when the MSG is removed from the diet as well as aspartame, that's a whole other talk, and fibromyalgia, MS, lupus, and Parkinson's disappear. So that's amazing. That is amazing. And also you have numbness in the hands, feet, eat and in your jaw. Okay, we also have obesity, pain like in your joints or bones or anywhere, panic attacks, Parkinson's, which we've already mentioned, poor memory, and pressure behind your eyes or on your head, your neck, or your shoulders. We have racing heart, rage disorder, rapid brain cell death, which we mentioned briefly, restless leg syndrome, seizures, severe headache, shortness of breath, shuddering and chills, skin skin rash, itching, hives, sleep disorders, slowed speech, stomach disorders, and swelling. I know a lot of people have experienced these things and they don't know why. Also, you have tenderness in localized areas like the neck and back, tumors, vomiting, weight problems. They found in studies that those who are having problems losing weight, even though they eat right and exercise, that they consume MSG. Now, as you've heard, this stuff is deadly and it should, by law, be eliminated from all food items, but it's not. So we as consumers, we have to be sure that we educate ourselves regarding this. Yeah, it's very important to know all of these things because this is serious and it causes all of these diseases, which was a long list, something that we consider something so simple that flavors food, that's what we're told by the FDA and all of these doctors and every other chef and out there, it's like, oh, it's good for you. It flavors food. It's not going to hurt you. And yet it's killing us. Now we're going to give you some signs and symptoms of MSG poisoning. You might not be aware of all of these and you might be aware of a majority of these, but we're going to go through this list. The first sign or symptom is you have ADD or ADHD. You have abdominal discomfort. You have aching teeth, angina, which is chest pains around your heart or ribs, anxiety, erythematous or arthritic-like pain, muscle aches, legs, and your back and your shoulder and your neck. Asthma, ADSP, which is awareness during sleep paralysis, balance problems, behavior problems, bipolar, bloating, your stomach swells up, broken sinus capillaries, bronchitis, bronchitis-like symptoms, burning sinuses. You also have cartilage like connective tissue damage and chronic coughing, sometimes like a tickling cough and constipation. Again, you have dark circles and bags under your eyes, delinquency, a depression, diarrhea 
diarrhea, difficulty focusing, disorientation, and dizziness. These are scary problems. Yeah, ear problems, tendinitis or Meniere disease, extreme dryness of your mouth, which is cotton mouth, extreme thirst, face swelling, feelings of inebriation, fluctuations in your blood pressure, flu-like symptoms, flushing, tingling, burning sensation in your face or in your chest, gagging reflex, gallbladder and gallbladder-like problems, gas, gastroesophageal reflux disease, gout-like condition, and usually that's in the knees, heart palpitations, you know, change in your heartbeat or irregularities such as arterial fibrillation, heaviness of your arms and your legs, hermeteria syndrome, like blood in your urine, high blood pressure, hoarseness, and hyperactivity. These are a lot of problems that this causes and the symptoms of this. And some of these are exactly the same. This is nothing to joke about. No, it's not. Also, you have IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome, infertility, irritated tongue, joint pain, kidney pain, lethargy, lightheadedness, loin pain, loss of memory, and low blood pressure. And some more is mastocytosis, mental confusion, mental dullness, migraine headaches, and facial and temporal eye symptoms, mitral valve prolapse, mouth lesions in small waxy bits in your throat and in your tonsils. That's what they are. That sounds so uncomfortable. You also have nausea, neurological diseases like ALS, Parkinson's, MS, nocturia, and numbness or paralysis. So I know some of these are the same, but these are the symptoms and also what you can get. So it is the same, but it's also different. Painful rectum, panic attacks, paroxysmal atrial fibrillation, which can lead to stroke, post-nasal drip, pressure behind your eyes, prostrate, rage and hostility, restless leg syndrome, runny nose, and sneezing. Also seeing shiny lights, seizures, shortness of breath, shuddering, shaking, chills, skin rash like hives and itchy, rosacea-like reaction, sleeping disorders, insomnia, and drowsiness, and chronic fatigue. Also slurred speech, sore throat, sore spastic colon, stiffness in your jaw and your muscles, stomach cramps, swelling of hands, feet, face, swelling of prostrate, and swollen rectum. Tachycardia, which is a heart rate of 100 plus, tendinitis, thyroid problems, tightness of chest, tingling numbness on your face, ears, arms, legs, or feet, tired or burning eyes to blurry vision, optic neuritis, TMJ, tremors, also uncontrollable bladder, urological problems and vomiting and also water retention so just a lot of things going on you can go to this link it's real simple it's msgmyth myth.com and you can see lots of information there it's an excellent excellent website dr olney found that when brain cells are exposed to higher levels of external glutamate within an hour of exposure cells die and now we're going to go over some of the food items that msg can be found in you'll be surprised it can be found in baby food bragg's aminos candies care products, cosmetics, Daya cheese, dietary supplements, earth balance, food that is labeled organic, food and gums, McKay's chicken seasoning, also the beef seasoning, mints, other aminos like coconut aminos, some beverages, vaccines, veginase. That's a big one. Many, many people are eating veginase and that is not healthy. 
veggie meats, wine, and much, much more. Okay, next, Kayla, let's go over the hidden names of MSG, and there's a lot of those. Ajinomoto, any hydrolyzed protein, anything hydrolyzed or autolyzed, autolyzed plant protein even, autolyzed yeast, calcium caseinate, calcium glutamate, gelatin, glutamate, which is E620, or glutamate acid, which is E620. It'll be listed on the label like that too. Also, you have hydrolyzed plant protein, hydrolyzed vegetable protein, magnesium glutamate, monoammonium glutamate, monosodium glutamate, monopotassium glutamate, nitrium glutamate, and pea protein. Also, Cenomix, which is wheat extract, and it's labeled as flavor. So when you see flavor on the label, beware. Sodium caseinate, soy protein, soy protein concentrate, soy protein isolate, textured protein, vegetable protein extract, vestin, whey protein, whey protein isolate, yeast extract, and yeast food or nutrients. Also, an important one, which I noticed that it wasn't on this list, but it's natural flavors. Anything that has natural flavors and doesn't explain what those natural flavors are is MSG. Like if it says natural flavors and in parentheses it has like garlic and thyme and things like that that explains it, then that's fine. But if it just has natural flavors and nothing explaining what those natural flavors are, that is MSG. Also, there's some MSG found in low fat or no fat items. Algae, barley grass powders, barley malt, bodybuilding drinks, bouillon, broth, carrageenan which is e407 caramel flavoring citric acid when processed from corn it's e330 corn protein also dough conditioners gluten gluten flour gluten powder malt extract or flavoring malted barley flavor maltodextrin natural beef flavoring natural chicken flavoring natural flavor which i just talked about and natural seasonings also oat protein Pectin, phytoplankton, protein bars and protein powders and protein shakes, rice protein, smoke flavoring like liquid smoke. Now you have to read labels because there are liquid smokes you can buy that are healthy that doesn't have that in there. Soy sauce, soy sauce extract, stock, wheat powders, wheat protein and yeast nutrient. Also, another thing that has MSG in there is yeast flakes. A lot of people are into yeast flakes and that has like 40 percent MSG. And you're talking about nutritional yeast flakes. Yes, the ones that you use for flavoring. For and pe- making cheeses, which is yeah. what most people use it for, yeah. Some people put it on popcorn. In fact, it contains, it's not the yeast flakes themselves, it's what they spray over them when they make them, and it contains 40% MSG. So. Funny story, after giving up yeast flakes, when we learned about this years ago, then a couple years later, I had it in something. I didn't realize it was in there, but I tasted it, I took a bite of it, and then I immediately knew it was in there and I could tell and it made the food seem different and my tongue picked it up which was crazy I was like wow I can tell that this is in there and I don't like it anymore and then when you open the bag those of you who know what I'm talking about and have bought this for yourself you immediately start coughing yes I always coughed when I would breathe that in which is weird right yeah why would that cause that I don't know that's not good for you no it's not and I could tell the difference and 
tell you what, at first it was really weird because we didn't like some things when we had to tweak the recipes and we had to stop eating certain things that, and we're like, ew, this is gross. But then after a few weeks, we tried it again and we're like, oh, this is good now. I don't know why I didn't like it because it did change your taste buds. And a little tip for those of you who want to give it up and you're afraid that your cheese won't taste right, it will. Just add a little more garlic or onion or whatever seasonings you're putting in and totally leave out the yeast flakes and you don't even know the difference. I make all my cheeses except for Parmesan cheese because that was mostly all yeast flakes, but I have a different recipe for that now. But you can totally leave it out of any recipe, especially if it's just a small amount. Even all the cheeses though too, you don't need it. I don't miss it at all now. Me either. And like I said, some foods might take you a little bit of an adjustment period, but just don't eat it for a while and then come back to it and eat it and you won't even know. Right. You have to wait at least 21 days for your taste buds to change. And if you don't eat any of that for that long and then go back and make your recipe, you won't even know the difference. The biggest one I remember was when you made that French dressing that we loved and it just tasted nasty. I'm not going to lie. But then a few weeks later, I think you made it again for something. And then I was like, um, excuse me, this is good again. I like this. What this did is you do? I think you asked me what I did, and I said nothing. <laughs> exactly. I did ask you, like, what did you do differently? And you're like, nothing. Yeah. I, like, I realized I changed, which goes to show you that there is something in those yeast flakes to make it so your tongue tastes the food differently. Right. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about ingredients that are suspected of containing enough processed glutamate to cause highly sensitive individuals to react. So your everyday average person who is allergic to MSG might not react, but this list we're about to read is for those who are highly sensitive. They will react. And that is MSG that is found in anything that says enriched or in vitamin enriched, ground rice syrup, caramel color in your flavoring, corn syrup and corn syrup solids, corn starch, dextrose, fructose from corn, gums like guar gum, vegetable gum, exanthem gum, and high fructose corn syrup. And we also have lecithin from soy, lipolyzed butter fat, milk powder and dry milk solids, modified food starch most low or no fat foods reduced fat milk like skim one percent and two percent also rice syrup spice and whey powder so that's a lot of things to be on the lookout for yes it is and if you go to that website i said msgmyth.com you can get these lists of a lot of these things now there's also substances that work with msg to enhance the flavor and if they're present then msg is present and that's protein and protease enzymes. And then another thing we want you to be aware of is what words to look for. Words like disodium-5, which is E627, disodium-5, E631, disodium-5, E635, enzymes modified and enzymes and fermented protein, anything fortified, milk to shampoos, protein fortified. Again, all this is on msgmyth.com, so you can go there. Let me stress, read your labels. And at first, when you don't know about this stuff, it's good to have like a kind of printout that you take to the grocery store so you can kind of familiarize yourself when you're reading your labels so you can check for this stuff because it's hard to remember all of these names. Even after years of knowing this stuff, sometimes I still forget what the names are. And another thing, when we talked about MSG and yeast flakes earlier, I wanted to mention nutritional yeast 
flakes has free glutamate in it and it works on your brain the exact same way that MSG does. A very recommended good book is called Food Additives, A Shopper's Guide to What's Safe and What's Not. And you can order that book, just Google it and find out where to buy it. And also to learn more about MSG, there's a couple other websites I'd like to give you besides the msgmyth.com. You can go to truthinlabeling.org and that's truthinlabeling.org. And also one more is thefoodishorrible.com. Now that's a pretty funny title, but anyway, that's another website you can go to to learn more about MSG. And you'll learn more about the hidden names on the MSG Myth one. And you can even go to 60 Minutes on MSG on YouTube and type in 60 minutes on MSG and look for that. That's another good video you can watch. So this is really good information. And also look up on YouTube an expose segment done on MSG. And if you want these links, you can get in touch with me and we can email them to you or message you somehow. So if you're interested, you can contact a star witness at gmail.com or leave a comment on the YouTube channel. And don't forget to subscribe and share it with your friends and click the bell notification so that you are aware when these podcasts come out and you have all of the information at your fingertips. This is very important information. This destroys your health, so we need to especially be on guard against this. I just want to say one thing, though. Some things recommended in the videos that we just talked about for the expose segment, some of the things in there are not recommended by us, but the overall information given in regards to MSG is really great information. That's good to know. I think it's very interesting. I just wanted to make this comment, and I forgot about it earlier, is that when we were reading the Spirit of Prophecy quotes, how she talks about objectionable elements. She does doesn't come right out and say MSG, but it's implied in there. And I think it's fascinating that she knew about this stuff before it even came into being. I mean, because MSG started in World War II, and Dr. Russell Blaylock talks about it, and he gives a more thorough history of MSG and all of that stuff, and it's really kind of interesting. He also has a book called Excitotoxins, The Taste That Kills, and that's a very excellent book, too. So I highly recommend you watch that video. You will learn a lot. Yeah, like I was saying in the beginning, of the podcast but it's always good to have a reminder and reiteration of this because this is how we first learned about this stuff and we had to give up a lot of stuff when we learned about this oh i threw things away and took things back to the store and i was just like wow look at all this money i'm wasting but then i thought no this is for my health this is good and it's better to get rid of it so i was happy that i learned these things most of the stuff i did get to take back you know but there was a few things i I did waste. And one of the things that was really worrying me was I just bought a 10-pound bag of that nutritional yeast flakes. That was over $50 back then. That was years ago. And I was like, whoa, I hope they take it back. I hadn't opened it yet. And the guy was someone I knew through church. So he took it back because he knew that when I told him it was in the freezer, I didn't open it. He trusted me and I got my money back. So I was thankful for that. Keep in mind that God has replacements for the things of Satan. Everything that Satan comes up with all this stuff that's not healthy for us god has replacements for it and you can read psalms 84 11 yes amen the lord does not want us to not enjoy our food 
He gives us the means by which we can enjoy our food, and we just have to take the necessary precautions and also eat a more simple diet. I mean, we don't need all of this extravagance anyway. And read your labels. I mean, those of you who are experiencing like migraines, because I know a few people who experience those, it might be what's in your food. It might be what you put on your body or on your face at night or during the day or whatever. Read your labels. Again, reiterating that. Just water too. Some people get migraines because they don't drink enough water, but most of the time that is the case. But like you said, it it can be things they're eating. You just have to really, really be careful. Yes. So I was going to give a recipe for a beef flavor substitute if anybody's interested. And you can make this. It's very simple. All you do is take a one and one third cups of whole wheat flour, or you can use spelt flour and a tablespoon of onion powder a half a teaspoon of celery seed two teaspoons of garlic powder a half a teaspoon of turmeric three tablespoons of salt now that sounds like a lot of salt but remember you're only going to use a little bit of this once it's all mixed together two tablespoons of dried parsley and a tablespoon of paprika and all you do is mix that all together and put it in a glass jar or with some kind of container and whenever recipe calls for beef seasoning you can use this instead wow thank you so much for sharing and then turning this into a cooking show. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. well, I also have uh, lots more recipes, but that was just for today, so. Yeah, and I highly recommend if you want more of her recipes to get in touch with her because she sells a wonderful recipe CD. So you insert the CD in the computer and you have all of these documents about all of these different recipes. So tell us how we can get that. Yeah, or if you don't have a CD drive in your computer, because a lot of the newer ones I hear, they're not making them like that anymore you can just get the link and i can send you that link and then you can go online and you can view all the recipes and print them out or whatever you want to do with them but it's all the 100 plant-based recipe and it's 30 dollars, and that includes shipping and packaging if you want the cd mailed to you if you just want the link then it's 25 dollars. and all you do is get in touch with me you can email me at renee.busher at gmail.com and you can pay me by paypal or cash app or on my blog site or on facebook through messenger they have a a way you can pay on there and I have over 6,000 recipes on there and all kinds of categories breads crackers breakfast cheeses dips cleaning laundry condiments seasonings desserts entrees gluten-free miscellaneous all my favorites raw dishes salads dressing sandwiches sauces gravies side dishes soups and stews and vegetables and fruit and I also have things on there like you can make air fresheners and body washes and bubbles and cleaners and conditioners and fabric softeners and laundry soaps and play-doh and all kinds of stuff so it has a lot of different things on there and it's well worth the money for over 6,000 recipes it really is and I just want to say I'm so happy that you did this and a lot of people are I mean she's an amazing cook so I'm very privileged and blessed thank you (laughs) you're welcome thank you for being able to do all this for us and it's really a blessing. I really appreciate it. And you will really appreciate this because she takes the time to make sure that they're good. And she's very talented. She can tell if a recipe is good or not. And she like tweaks them and does things. I mean, we haven't tried all of them in there, but 
but she has her own personal recipes that she's created and she's just amazing so i highly recommend that you get her recipe cd because you won't regret it well, thank you you're welcome praise the lord yes praise the lord indeed thank you for having me here today you're welcome thank you for coming and remember once you know the truth share it with others because this is important so it says in matthew 5 16 let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven so with all this being said let your light so shine so that you are a star witness for the lord